tell them welcome to the gray area and stay away just in case you ain't real enough to relate every other thursday politics to the chips get up on this wave <laughs> now tell me what's to talk about because we the only thing to talk about how you keep reality in check just keep it real rapping don't gossip with the facts yeah this is the gray area and i am your host ray jarvis showtime as the homie Ric Flair says, it's showtime. For this chapter of the gray area, I wanted to focus on, you know, a figure of speech in terms of inmates running the asylum, player empowerment. When I look around in other fields of life, I see that a person who shouldn't have quote unquote power, who somehow through their field gains a level of power, that person gets a lot of respect. However, in sports, when the athletes start to gain power, when the athletes start to wield that power, most of the general public seems to have an issue with that. Come on, son. I, I need to understand why that is. It's almost like in Roman times. You don't want to see the athletes or the performer inside of the Coliseum start to have a say or start to have control about what happens inside said Coliseum, about the events that lead to the event inside the Coliseum. They just want to see action. Forget all the other stuff. We only want action. You know what I'm saying? Especially sports fans. I'm going to start with y'all first before you know, I, I delve into other aspects. When the NBA got that new TV contract, right? Big money. Talking like for the high-end basketball players, we're talking baseball money for these superstars. A lot of people started to feel away like, oh, why this person getting this much money? Or why that person getting this much money? You know? Considering that basketball is a predominantly black enterprise in terms of the performers, the athletes, the fan base, mostly black once again, should be happy that these players have been empowered through that TV deal to get this bread, even if they don't deserve it. Why? Because in other aspects of life, these black people, they're not getting that kind of paper. They're not getting anywhere near that kind of paper. We see the discrepancies in corporate America where a white person will get paid way more than a black person to do the same job even lower tier corporate america you go you work in a medical field you work in a medical office they don't have you answering phones for years while people who are not clearly the worker you are move on and move up and get to the bag while the black person or the latin person or the person of color in general stays answering that phone forever so why is it that the black sports fan and sports fans in general get mad or got mad when the NBA decided to pay these players exorbitant amounts of money. I don't understand that. Why should he get this and why should he get that? These players are now in position to do more. Will some of them not do more? Of course. Of course we know that. We know that. But there's going to be players who are going to take that paper that they would not have gotten under any other circumstance and use that to their benefit and use that to, to, to you know put on others around them. Put it in the community. Be more active in, you know, in politics. Things of that nature. Civil rights. Yes, I got to use that phrase in 2017. Civil rights. <laughs> you know what I mean? Facts. It's a thing now. These players now seeing that with the contract and the cachet that that money has brought them, they can use that position to do more beyond the athletic realm. But that's the issue for fans. They're so busy counting money. And, oh, this guy only averaged this amount of points. And he's getting $100 million. Like Otto Porter, Washington Wizards forward. My man caught a four-year, hundred-and-change-million-dollar deal. 
and people were so mad about the fact that Otto Porter didn't deserve that contract that they spent so much time focusing on the dollars and cents trying to make sense. How about the fact that Otto Porter got himself in a situation where the players essentially game the system to where they're getting paid so much money. Y'all should be happy that these black guys are getting these kind of contracts. We watch baseball where a guy could be average. They got a dude, what? Jason Hayward Bay. He plays for the Chicago Cubs, right? He signed a contract, I believe. Is it, he signed a contract where he can't hit. He's like a career, like 250 hitter and got paid like one of the best outfielders in the world. He got like $150 million to play defense. <laughs> Come on, son. And nobody blinks an eye. But as soon as Otto Porter got that contract, right? As soon as Otto Porter got that contract, people got upset. What part of the game is that? The whitest sport of them all, the players get the most bread. Now a blacker sport gets money and it's a problem. The players like LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, and Chris Paul using a position of power to empower more players is a problem? Really? Really? I just can't understand how you, the general public, especially you, the black consumer, can have an issue with black players getting overpaid. What part of the game is that? We deserve to be overpaid. We deserve to have a little power. We deserve to run the asylum just a little bit. No? I'm confused here. I never thought I'd see the day where we get mad about a black person getting more bread than they deserve. Really? We live in a time where you don't even need too much experience to be president in politics, huh? And you mad about a basketball player getting too much money and a basketball player having too much influence in his sport? Think about that. No political experience, president of the United States. Come on, son. But a player gets $100 million and you got a problem. Come on, son. Have a seat, bro. All of you sports fans out there who are upset about a player getting overpaid or a player using his position of power or position of popularity to do more for his people need to have a seat. All of you stick to sports people need to have a seat because as soon as that same athlete doesn't activate right you're gonna have something to say about that too so one minute is he's too empowered the next minute is he's not doing enough come on come on son. you see i've been using the come on son sound a lot because y'all are ridiculous i gotta cut a promo like i'm a wrestler on y'all because i can't understand how ridiculous y'all are huh in other news the beat in the background is so tough <laughs> I just wanted to share that with y'all. I think this beat is so tough. This is so New York right here. This is the sound we've been missing for so long. Shout out to Jose. Shout out to the Rap Snob. Shout out to Linkson. Shout out to Dini. They'll be back on soon. But back on the sports topic. Then I'm seeing the owners getting, you know, a little nervous, huh? A little nervous about guys like, you know, the aforementioned LeBron James, Chris Paul, Dwayne Wade, you know, throwing their weight around. With this new TV contract, the talk is a lockout is guaranteed because the owners are upset. They agreed to the setup. Why would there be any type of lockout? That was the talk prior to them, you know, extending the CBA. 
and, and sports fans were eating it up. Oh my God, all this money, 200 Supermax? Yeah, they're definitely gonna lock out. What? You guys should be on the sidelines, pumping your fists, pay them more. Considering that the owners, right? NBA owners, sports, owners of sports teams and sports, excuse me, sports franchises in general, they're billionaires. Or, or super high level 100 millionaires. What's to what? What is it to pay this guy two hundred million dollars? Do you ever think about that for a second? That the owners are getting upset about paying the players the X amount of dollars, right? Right? But they have to have the money to pay them. Where are they getting this money from? Revenue generated from their franchise. Hmm? Y'all don't blink an eye when an owner does anything owner-like. But as soon as the player gets the money. <laughs> Y'all are upset. Y'all need to think beyond. The owner is paying them. It's not like the money just shows up in these players' accounts. It is a check that gets cut, right? It's the owners paying the players. Yet the owners don't want to pay the players. So what do we have a league for if the owners don't necessarily want to pay the players? They don't want to do this. You got to pull their teeth to do anything, and they're the billionaires. The last lockout they, they in the NBA... It went from, I think, 57-43 for the players in terms of the uh, the shared revenue to 50-50 because the owners wanted more. And nobody had a problem with that. But as soon as the players decided they want to get paid more for the life of their contract, the public has an issue with the person in the Coliseum dictating terms of what happens in and around the Coliseum. Amazing. I got to take a drink of my water. I just, I don't understand that kind of thinking. And then we go to the NFL, right? Most sports fans don't even have a problem with the fact that the NFL player, another predominantly black league, is almost like these players have no kind of power. Hmm? Isn't that kind of funny to you? The general construct of the NFL is most of these, you know, African-American, I hate that phrase, players. And, you know, a couple of white guys. And most of the white guys play in positions that don't require too much damage. If you think about the highest paid NFL players are quarterbacks, and the quarterbacks are so protected now. It's a, uh, a big surprise, right? <laughs> the most protected position is the whitest position of them all. Come on, y'all. Come on now. A lot of these young black guys will fight their whole lives to get to the level of NFL player. They beat their body up. They go through a, a combine setup that looks kind of slavish, Right? The owners don't want these players to say a word. Kind of slavish. These players have no power. They can't speak up at all. Doesn't that bother you? These inmates have no say in the asylum. And if they do try to speak up, they get cut. They get cut. And in Colin Kaepernick's case, yes, y'all knew he was coming. In Colin Kaepernick's case... If you speak up and state the obvious, which I said a year ago, a lot of people have an issue with Colin Kaepernick, but what he's doing is stating the obvious. Colin Kaepernick has not said anything at all that isn't true or that we don't know is to be true. He hasn't said anything groundbreaking because we all know what's going on out here. Colin Kaepernick stated the obvious, took a knee because his white teammate told him that sitting down, which is what he was doing initially, was a worse look than taking a knee, took a knee, stated the obvious, and now he can't even get a job in the NFL. 
So not only will they cut you for trying to, you know, activate and empower your fellow brother, they won't even let you in the door anymore. NFL owners are acting like bouncers at the high-end club in Manhattan somewhere on New Year's. And then you got Bob McNair making that statement about we can't have the inmates running the prison. Now on the surface, it's just a figure of speech, guys. You know, I didn't mean anything by that. It's just a figure of speech. This is true. It is a figure of speech. You're right. Rich white man running a team full of predominantly black players and you say inmates running the prison tell me how you really feel mr mcnair come on son (laughs) how do you really feel about these guys that you're paying the most vicious sport where all of these high-end athletes high-end black athletes put their bodies on the line week in and week out sometimes four days in between they don't even have guaranteed contracts. What the hell is McNair talking about inmates running what prison? They don't have any power. They're powerless. And believe it or not, this phrase comes at a time where players for the first time in the history of the NFL, when it didn't have anything to do with money, decided to empower and activate themselves by taking a knee because the president, oh boy, decided to make a statement about SOBs. So now, players all over the league are taking these. And now the inmates are running a prison? A bunch of black players activating because the president says something about their league in reference to a quarterback stating the obvious about race relations in America. And now the inmates are trying to take control. Not anything about pay us more. Not anything about make the game safer. Oh, no, we just don't like the president getting crazy and talking about us. So we're going to take a knee because this country has been disrespecting our people for long enough. The inmates are now trying to run the prison. So what you want, Mr. McNair, what you want is for the players to fall in line, do what's told, and say, yes, massa? That's what, that's what I'm hearing right now. I'm hearing a lot of yes, massa. Jerry Jones with the Cowboys taking a knee before the anthem and basically making it so that his players cannot properly protest because he has a relationship with, you know, Hancho president. There's too many ties in here. It's too many conflicts of interest happening. Is America a free country or not? Should we stick to sports or not? Do players have a responsibility as public figures to protest when they see fit or not? Can the inmates have some type of say in how the asylum or, in Mr. McNair's words, the prison is run or not? It's almost like the NFL is a prison and we're seeing a riot (laughs) in terms of of these protests. One way or the other, these players got to do something, right? I just don't get it. I really don't get it. We're not allowed to say anything. We're not allowed to do anything as players. Just take the money and shut up. Is that is that what I'm hearing? Is that what I'm gaining from this? Take the bread and shut up. Do what you want to do. Put our bodies on the line. Underpay us, but overpay the quarterbacks and shut up. Our player states the obvious about relationships in America, but he can't get a job. But taking a knee is a problem. 
We got country singers talking about take a knee my ass. He made a whole song about it. <laughs> well, but come on now. You know, it's just frustrating. See, I'm at a loss of words because it's comical to me to see the, the double standards that take place in this relationship, in this world. Sports has become a microcosm of the relationship that, that is America between the people. It's almost like you got to be paranoid now. You don't know who's for you, who's against you, who believes in, in what you stand for, who doesn't believe in what you stand for, right? This, this same owner will sign that contract Shake your hand, smile in your face, help you hold your jersey up when you join the team. And he might be calling you all kinds of names when you walk away. Are you a person or are you just a, you know, a chess piece, a piece of meat, piece of flesh, a pound of flesh? What is it? And then let's talk about it. Free agency in sports. A player decides that after X amount of years, he wants to leave. You know, I played seven years here. It hasn't worked out. We haven't won. I'd like to go to another city in a better situation for me to win and see what happens. He does that, and now the owners are calling him disloyal. The fans are calling him disloyal. The little bit of power that this player has to decide what he wants to do with his life becomes a problem. Like I've always said about free agency, it's not fan agency, it's free agency. If a player decides that he wants to leave, he should be within his right to do so. If I decide, right, I've been working at my job for X amount of years and a different job comes along with a better position and a better salary, I'm going there, bro. What makes sports any different? I, if, if You know, Ray Jarvis. I'm a wide receiver for the New York Giants. Let's say I'm not from the New York area. I'm from like Florida, right? The Giants draft me. What do I owe New York City? I'm not from New York. I'm not from the Meadowlands area of New Jersey. I'm not, I don't owe anything to this city just to, to decide that I'm gonna stay here indefinitely. I'm from Florida. I could go to any city I want to go to who's going to pay me millions of dollars to put me in a position to win. Where do the fans get off saying you should be loyal to this or you should be loyal to that? If if all it takes is me leaving, right, to go to another city and play for another team that gives me a chance to win for you to burn my jersey and move on just so quick, you didn't care about me. You don't care about me. You care about the team I play for. You care about the New York Giants, not Ray Jarvis. If Ray Jarvis leaves and the New York Giants wins the Super Bowl the very next year, you are not going to care about that. The owner is not going to care about that. So it, so it annoys me when they try to make it seem like player A or myself, Ray Jarvis, is wrong for moving on to another team. It's like... You try to game the system to where the player is always wrong. The player can't speak up. The player can't leave and go play for another team. The player can't do anything but take this money and shut the hell up. That's what I'm getting. Maybe maybe that's too extreme of a thought, but that's how I'm feeling right now. Disloyal. The nerve of you. I put this money in your pocket. I let you do this and the, and the city opened the doors to you. The city was going to be there regardless. The city was going to be there regardless. 
Why why offer free agency if you if you don't want me to be free? <laughs> What's the point of it, huh? Please tell me. If I'm player A and I leave and you get mad at me for leaving, I'm going to be confused. I'm going to be like, what did you give me the option for? It's almost like you in a relationship and you tell a girl, you know, if things ain't working, you can go ahead and leave. And then get mad when she leaves. What you gave her the option for? Why have free agency if you don't want them to be free agents? If you don't want them to explore their options, if you're going to vilify them for leaving, you should make it so that they can't leave. Once you get drafted, you have to stay. And it goes back to the whole thing about empowerment. If the player leaves because he wants a better situation, boo, boo, let's get the boo sound. You boo him. But if ownership says that this player is old and he can't do anything for us, let's get rid of him, the same fans will do this. They'll applaud him. The players are not allowed to have any say. The inmates are not allowed to have any say in how this asylum is run. So why give them these privileges? Hmm? I'm telling you, this whole thing is so fickle to me. I know I'm going to get pushback for this, but it's just comical because it's like you constantly find ways to find issue with the players inside or the performers in the Coliseum. Yet the people who run the Coliseum business created the construct that they operate within. And you give them constant passes. You can cut a player no problem if he's not performing, but if a player decides to move on to another city for greener pastures and championships, it's a problem. Come on now. I don't understand that thinking. I really don't. It's kind of depressing. Burning jerseys. You write comments. You know, let me, let me pull up some comments. You know, because I, I find it funny that, that people really think think this ridiculous i i have a guy that says this i'm not gonna name names i'm just gonna tell you what's on the internet he says empowered stars you neglect that this isn't business gms trade players away all the time they cut people all the time you can't complain about athletes wanting what is best for them unless you bash gms every time they make a move i agree i 100 agree with that you know because it's like why shouldn't players get treated the same way owners get treated. Applaud that player for making a good move. Or boo that player for making a bad move, no? He gets a ding sound. That, that person, whoever that is, good job. One person, you know, says this. Stop comparing sports to other jobs. It's not a fair comparison. Why not? Work is work. Moving around from, from employer to employer is it, part of everyday life. Just because it's millions of dollars, that play doesn't make it any difference. How many jobs in America, as this person is continuing on to say, how many jobs in America offer guaranteed salaries regardless of how you perform? Uh, really? Brother? <laughs> like, man, we all work at jobs where we meet. The person sitting right next to me gets the same wage, guaranteed, will never get fired, and he absolutely sucks. <laughs> They might even make that person a supervisor <laughs> before me who does an excellent job and that person sucks. What are you talking about, commenter? But that goes back to the whole thing. It's like they want to believe that athletes exist in some type of make-believe world that doesn't apply to real-world prospects. Come on. Come on, man. Think about it. Kevin Durant just recently 
had a whole interview with GQ magazine, right? Where he's he's still trying to qualify the decision he made to go to Golden State. Brother. Come on, son. Boy, stop. He gets all of those. You shouldn't have to qualify anything, KD. If people want to call you a bitch, and they want to call you a sucker, and they want to do this, and they want to say weak, or they want to say that you could have did it in OKC, or whatever adjective they've used to describe your move, they should be mad at the NBA for giving you the option to do so in the first place. You don't have to answer for them. You're Kevin bleeping Durant. You're going to still be Kevin Durant regardless of whatever these group of people say about you. But it shows you to where public opinion and, and the lack of respect and the lack of understanding for the construct of sports shows that guys like Kevin Durant are, are, are so boxed in by public opinion that they now have to create fake Twitter accounts to combat people's opinions of them. You shouldn't care. You really shouldn't care. Again, it's not fan opinion agency or appease people agency. It's free agency. You use your the little bit of power you have to go from place to place. And now that's a problem. You're a bitch and you're weak and you're this and you're that. And, and then they use things like competitive balance and all this and that. But if Kevin Durant, right, went to their team... And their team happened to have a team just as similar as Golden State. They would be jumping up and down and typing on Facebook and Instagram until their phone broke in excitement. They're hypocrites. Let these players operate just the same way anyone else operates because they have rules in place that allows them to do so. Regardless of what owners think about, they have all the power because they're billionaires, you know? At the end of the day, what billionaire doesn't want to feel like they have all the power or they hold all the cards, right? It's a constant battle. Yes, they're getting millions of dollars, but at every level of business or every level of employment, there's a constant battle between those who are the quote-unquote suits and those who are the quote-unquote employees. Yes, there's millions on the table and billions on the table, but what we see in this sports ain't no different from what we see in our lives. The players are in a constant battle with the card-holding billionaire owners who don't want them to elevate beyond a certain point. And the object is to checkmate these owners into, into a position where these players can have as much power as possible without upsetting the money. How do y'all not see this? It's comical to me. To me, Bob McNair shun the light on every owner across sports in America, especially the popular sports. I'm not going to speak on hockey too much because I feel like hockey operates in its own dimension with its own level of beliefs. Notice that not much of anything happens in terms of politics or anything too crazy like that in hockey, mostly because of, you know, the skin color, but just because of the, the mentality of those players. They, they're, they're a lot more humble. They, they, they're almost like regular guys who play a professional sport. But the popular sports, it's a battle, man. It's a big battle. I just, you know, you see, y'all seeing right now, I got a lot to get off my chest. I just feel like we're, we're missing a big point while counting money. I just don't understand that. To me, Bob McNair shone a light on all the owners across all the major sports because in some form of fashion, as much as they portray themselves as nice guys, or even like Mark Cuban, nice guys, understanding, just regular Joe Schmo guys, right? 
they don't want these players to have too much of an opinion. Look, look at Mark Cuban fighting with Draymond Green. He doesn't want them to have too much of an opinions that upset the positive quote-unquote energy. Don't be too real. Don't, don't, don't bow up too much. Stay in your lane, and we'll stay in ours. Y'all should have a problem with that. <laughs> Y'all should have a big problem with that. Mr. McNair shone a light on the beliefs of maybe 85, maybe 80% of the owners across the major sports. There's some new age owners who really don't care about that sort of thing. But a lot of the old money in sports, that's how they feel. I'm going to stop right here because I don't want, I don't want to get, I, I think I've already gone as far as I can go without really pissing people off. But I felt like at some point as sports fans, we need to understand that this is what it is. You could, you could debate me if you want. I am on Twitter, Chet underscore O'Hara, or search Ray Jarvis on Facebook, search Elite Podcast on Instagram. I'm here. If you disagree with anything I said today, I felt like I wasn't even speaking my opinion. I felt like I was speaking what it is out here. But if you feel like I'm wrong about anything, I'm here. Chet underscore O'Hara on Twitter. Elite Podcast on Instagram. Or search Ray Jarvis on Facebook, man. Talk to me. This event is over. And as the saying goes, Whether you like it or don't like it, sit down and look at it because it's the best going today. Woo! Perfect. Yeah.